Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, it's a UFC 283 preview show with the Harvick Bros. It absolutely is. We are here with the two most energized brothers in Cage Warriors history. It's the lightweight champ, George Hardwick, and the featherweight challenger, Harry Hardwick. Lads, how are you doing? Doing great. Starting the year off well. Although, remember after the last fight where I said, oh, I'm not going to blow up to 88 kilos, you know, at Christmas. I did, I did get to 88.8, but it's come back down now. Uh, and what about yourself, Harry? How's the weight looking? Sound, I don't really ever get mega heavy anyway, to be fair. Like, the heaviest I've ever got is 80 kilos, and I was 80 kilos for about an hour until I went to the toilet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just weight sound at the minute, about 76, 77, somewhat along those lines. I'm this not is really number one bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a soundboard now. We've we we got a soundboard. Back. Welcome back, lads. Barry, Barry decided this year we need an upgrade. So, like, he has all your favorite MMA sounds. You know what I mean? So, uh, be prepared for them. Who knows when they're coming? But, uh, whatever. Do you have any Valid Ishmael? Who? Valid Ishmael. He's no, Barrett, only the famous ones. Only the famous ones. He's Barrett. <laughs> he's Barrett. Uh, so, well, uh, I suppose we'll start off asking me as a. Only the famous ones, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's the plans for uh, 2023? Harry, we'll uh, start with yourself. Obviously, like we view you as the number one contender at featherweight. Is there is there any rumblings of that? And do you have like a sort of timeline when you'd like to be back in the cage? Uh, I don't want to say too much, but um, that may not be looking super likely. But there's exciting things. But I can't say things because. Of obligations to not say things. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, <laughs> tell tell us this. Um, it does look like March seventeenth, Cage Warriors is coming back to London, and it looks like they're doing Jordan Vucenic versus Morgan Charrier. What you, what do you make of that fight in the division? I can, without. I, I'm not sure if this is under my legislation of things I'm not allowed to say, but I can say that fight's not what's happening. Oh, very interesting. Okay, uh, I think we saw the poster and we put two and two together. So uh, yeah. that's that's not what's happening, which is uh, very very interesting. Which I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put three and four together and make seven, which doesn't make sense. And I feel like Harry Hardwick's gonna fight on that card against one of those two people. That's all I'm gonna say. You can uh, make up your own minds whether that's gonna happen or not. But that's that's what I'm surmising out of it. Harry, you don't have to confirm or deny. What if I really? just, instead of confirming or denying, I just throw completely left field false accusations or false things out there? Am I allowed yeah, to you, make you throw whatever up? you want to? <laughs> um, yeah, Francis, I'm fighting Francis Ngannou on March 17th. He has left the UFC to go to Cage Warriors. Um, he still remembers when I called him out. I, I called him out after a fight in Croatia I had in 2021. Because I was really excited and uh, just in excitement, I kind of accidentally called Francis Ngannou out, and he's he's took it personally and he's coming for me. Well, well that, that's that's breaking news, Basmo. Breaking news. Breaking Harry news. Hardwick versus Francis Ngannou. A lot of breaking Ngannou. news happening here today, Russell. Yeah. A lot of breaking news. 
Also, love, we'll be over. It. We'll be over at Cage Warriors in London on the weekend of St. Patrick's Day as well. Yeah, we will. So, Cage Warriors will feel extra Irish that weekend. Yeah. Uh, George, what about yourself? Obviously, sort of the talk of the town at the moment is that uh, Chris Duncan needs a dance partner. Mike Ficklack, unfortunately, had to pull out. Um, is that something you'd be interested in? You don't have to tell us what talks are ongoing or not, but is that something you'd be interested in fighting in around that date? I'd be interested in that. Obviously, I've trained with Chris Duncan a few times before, and he's someone I've got massive respect for. He, he doesn't fuck around. He's a real martial artist. Mm. But he might be the least fuck around person there is, to be fair. But yeah, to <laughs> to save that fight, and obviously, like the way the way these things tend to work, they look on their own roster first, I would imagine. But if you need someone to step in, I'm ready. I'm ready for March, and if nothing comes off of March. You know, I'm willing to defend the belt again whenever that may be. Would you consider a trip to Dublin? Yeah, I'd love a trip to Dublin. I love the Rolling Donut. <laughs> well, if you yeah, go to Dublin and fight in Dublin, we'll have the Rolling Donut ready for you post-fight. Pre-fight. I did have a pre Last time I fought in Dublin, it was at, it was a short-notice Bellator that was like £180. And I think I had a Rolling Donut every day I was there. Free weigh-ins. <laughs> Yeah, Roy, well, you could you can order whatever donut you want, and we'll hand deliver it to you. I actually got them. I actually got them yesterday, George. So, uh, but we're giving away no free promotion here, Ross. Jesus. Yeah, Roland Donut. You need to pay us now. Uh, we, we'll have to mention all the other donut cha- donut chains and shops like Hot Donut or uh... Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Fuck oh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you've got you've got all these great donut places in Dublin for whatever fucking reason. I don't know what cultural anomalies happened there. But you, you, why would you ever choose Dunkin' Donuts when you've got like the Rolling Donut, Hot Donut, that other donut place where they were all weird shaped? I don't know, Harry. Like they were the, the 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 most well known donuts, so I just named them. Fuck Dunkin' Donuts. That's what that's what I say. And Krispy Kreme, they're overrated. Oh yeah, actually we do have. Actually, a you know what? Kreme. I think I was getting Dunkin' Donuts confused with Krispy Kreme in my head. There'll be no 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 more donut slander. Like, yeah, you can't with them shades. You know what I mean? But uh, no, just touching back on that, George, it'd be great to actually see you like make your make your debut in London. Um, like obviously you just be you feed Chris Bungard, another Scotsman as well. So maybe Chris Duncan wants to get that one back for the the Scots, Ross. Yeah, what's called uh, George the Scottish Killer Hardwick. That's what they will start calling him. Uh, he he'll be banned from Scotland, but he'll be in the UFC. Well, I love Edinburgh. I go to Edinburgh like at least once a year. <laughs> Always going to Edinburgh. Uh, you have to disguise yourself as Harry. He can name all the, yeah, but people all just proclaimer songs. Just let Harry carry the belt. Yeah, but people just drive Harry out of whatever towns he visits just because of the way he looks. She's oh, harsh. I was harsh. I was just thinking there. These two lads are our favourite Middlesbrough duo since Janino and Ravinelli. That's that that's is, a, that a, about how long ago you have to go for me to be able to name the footballers. You know what? what about, yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to make Oh, you know. Yeah, but then he left for Real Madrid and, like, you know, they got a bit bitter over him. Ross, <laughs> <laughs> this is very sick. Just getting out of hand. We're talking about Donald's. I'm actually starving now. But, Ross, like, is there anything else? With, like, obviously, the lads can't give away too much. Like, what, what can we sort of, what way should we sort of wrap this up before we get into the UFC 283 uh, pay-per-view this weekend, Ross? Well, uh, I think it's safe to say we'll probably see both Hardwick's fight Around Paddy's weekend, if not 
early April. So, like, we have return dates for them. Opponents haven't been announced yet. The boys tend to know who they're have a have an idea of uh, where they'd like to be or who they are fighting. So uh, it looks like it's going to be big fights for next for the Harbrook Pros, no matter what. Will you agree with that, George Harry? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. Garner's the think... biggest fight you're going to get. <laughs> I think the glasses be quite fitting for a Paddy's Day uh, weekend fight as well, Ross. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll be absolutely buzzing for it. Um. But obviously, George has become a TikTok sensation at the moment. Uh, they were out for their mum's birthday yesterday. Um, people calling over to the table to, you know, introduce themselves to George. Uh, tell us the story, George. I just spam loads of TikToks with a bit of fight advice in them. Yeah. And yeah, you have the fans on the street now coming up to you. So, uh, you know, was there a picture or anything? No, 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 no picture. Just it's, it's happened. Hey, like, are you the TikTok guy? It's happened like once or twice before, which is uh, it was funny actually. There was it was a bit last year where I went to a Muay Thai show and I knew the guy who was promoting the show from ages ago because before I did MMA, I did Muay Thai. And when I was doing Muay Thai there, and then I go to this show and there's people you know from the Muay Thai scene who recognize me from when I was a kid and they're like, Oh, it's, it's a shame you stopped. Do you do any of it now? <laughs> Like, no, no, I don't, I don't do anything. No, no. And there were people who recognised me from TikTok, but none of them recognised me as a Cage Warriors champion. Like, that's the actual achievement there, but they recognised me being a kid doing Muay Thai or from TikTok. Nah, man, it's all about getting into the the TikTok boxing scene. That's that's where you'll be next, George. Yeah, uh, I can't name any other TikTokers really because I don't. I don't actually watch much on there. I just throw stuff on there. And close answer it, some yeah. questions, leave. <laughs> there, there you have it. There you have it. But uh, lads, uh, did you watch the first card of the year in the UFC? If not, are you excited for this one? Uh, we have the quadrilogy coming up, UFC 283. I did not watch a Sean Strickland main event because he's crap. <laughs> no, I didn't. He is god-awful at striking. Like... <laughs> I'm bemused how he is still winning fights. It, it, it farts my head. Yeah, I didn't really watch watch any of it, to be honest. That's fair enough. But uh, will you be watching this weekend? UFC 283 oh, Brazil. This this card is like this is the real way to kick off the year. Really, really excited about it. Uh, I suppose, Basmo, do you want to do you want to talk about the fights or which fight do you want to start with? Yeah, we may we may as well start off at the very very top of us. We actually put a poll out on the Energized Show's Instagram asking which title fight are people more excited for, and they actually said they're more excited for the flyweight quadrilogy: Devson Figueiredo, the champion, taking on Brandon Moreno for the interim title. So we're probably best off actually starting there, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we might as well. Uh, well, we have the hardworks here. Get 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 a little breakdown here. So, uh, George, why don't you take this one? And start off. How do you see this one playing out? Um, it's very hard to predict because each fight had a different flavor. It was kind of the first fight. Moreno, you know, was had the unknown of what Figueroa's power was like. So there w- there wasn't that same confidence. And then the second mm-hmm. fight, he had his kind of confidence and swagger at the right level. You know, while still respecting him, but being aggressive. And then the third one, he kind of went too far with it. 
still all amazing fights. Ooh, I might give Moreno an edge because he's been a little more active and he's not come in Figueredo coming off an injury, so I might give a little edge mm. to Moreno. But it's one of these where they probably fight 100 times and have 100 different results. Yeah, it's, it's very rare that you have a trilogy that has a win, a draw, and a loss for both guys. That's a very interesting uh, way to look at it. Any, any additional inside, Harry? And do, you, do you have a winner for us? Because Barry will probably record the results here now and he'll, he'll let you know he is the current Energize <laughs> pick king. Well, um, the, the winner gets another pair of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> But I, it's a tough one to say as well because the the training situations are very different to the last one. Like the last fight, Figueredo did pretty much his entire camp at Fight Ready in Arizona with Cejudo, whereas now he's doing his entire camp in Brazil again. But he did his whole camp in Brazil for the second one, where he didn't look anywhere near as good. But then Moreno for his last fight had James Krause in his corner, and now obviously he's not allowed to do that because Krause is. A very sus character. He's under investigation um, by the FBI. Unbelievable! Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's there's like shout out Brad fight. as well, man. That, 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 I love that. Like. <laughs> but the fights themselves were predictable. Were, were like unpredictable anyway, and now there's an, even more elements of unpredictability unpredictability outside of it. So I'm predicting a no contest. Well. A win, so be... a loss, a draw, and a no contest. And also, it's not actually a quadrilogy I've seen because Blake Harrison being a smarty pants. Did you see that thing he, he put on on their thing where it's the, the technical term for a, a series of foreign sports? It was a word I've never heard before in my life. A tetralogy. That sounds lame, doesn't it? That's, that sounds like we fought each other ten times. Are you investigated yeah, or, or, or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Basmo, it's it's you. Who would you got, Figgy or Moreno? Okay. Um, first of all, like both are absolute legends. Obviously, I think I think you lads may have met Brandon Moreno in London before as well. Yes, um, I didn't. I didn't get. This is when I, I fought Capera. Yeah, he was walking I'm, around the crowd. I'm back on the bus and I'm buzzing because I just won. And then Harry's like, "I just saw Brandon Moreno and I was, I was good." Yeah, I I, po- I posted. A picture of me and Brandon Moreno after that, not a picture of me and George. <laughs> you have too many pictures with George, man. Um, lads, I'm just gonna go with Figueredo for this one. Um, I do like it depending on how he makes weight. Like if he makes weight easily, like I know he does find it difficult to make weight, but if he makes it as well as he he can do, I believe he's gonna be better than Moreno this time around. Um, I just think I think he's. With a win here, he'll stay champion for a long time, as long as he stays in the flyweight division. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go for Brandon Moreno, just because he's the younger. Figueredo's 35, Moreno's 29. I think he's got the age on his side. So, uh, And as George uh, pointed out, he's coming off an injury as well. So I'm going to go for Moreno. I think he's fresher. Although it'd be very interesting to see who actually is in Brandon Moreno's corner for this fight. No contest, yeah. accidental eye poke. I'm saying it now. <laughs> That's sitting on the fence board. Figueredo likes a headbutt or an eye poke or a dick kick, you know. <laughs> we have to we have to find out as well. People who are tuning in, make sure to like the show, but also make sure to let us know who you're going to pick as well on Fight Night this weekend. Lads, we'll go into the actual main event. We don't usually do it that way, Ross, do we? But uh, Glover, Glover Teixeira is taking on Jamal Hill for the light, light heavyweight 
world title, the vacant one, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. Very strange times now in the UFC where the heavyweight yeah. and light heavyweight title are both vacant at the moment. So uh, we're, we're definitely going to be interested to see what way this one plays out. Um, I'm going to give my prediction first. I am going to go for Glover Teixeira. I think he holds a distinct advantage on the ground. I think if Jamal Hill um, doesn't get it done early on in the first, maybe early in the second, I think he's going to have a long night with Glover. Uh, we've seen the way Glover has handled the likes of Anthony Smith when he gets him down. and He can really, really do some damage from there. And he's got some great submissions from top. So I think Glover Teixeira will get a rear naked choke, maybe end of round two, start of round three. That's my official prediction. George? I'm kind of hoping the same thing. I'm hoping the Glover Teixeira sequence of single leg, force half guard, ground and pound, get to mount an arm triangle kind of happens. I'm such a, I'm a big Glover fan. Yeah, he's what's called, uh, we, love, we love the old man getting the job done. You know what I mean? Like so many people rip him off and here he is. Another fight for the world title. So uh, let's see how we let's see how he goes. Harry, are, are you going to upset the apple cart here? I I want Teixeira to win. I could see one of those fights where Teixeira gets dropped. The guy starts wailing on him. He somehow digs a half guard sweep, gets on top, beats the guy up, submits him. I could see that happening. Um, Teixeira somehow has managed to. Like the amount of knockdowns he survived and come back from is ridiculous at this point. And you'd think, oh, that damage would catch up with him, but it just hasn't seemed to catch up with old man Glover. No, absolutely. Actually, George, <laughs> you you've prepared for five rounds before. Um, what do you think the difference would be here? Jamal Hill's never fought five rounds before. Glover's been 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 to the distance and he's also been in the fifth round more than once. Do you think that will hold an advantage to him? Yeah, and it's also just kind of pacing strategies and I'm talking of style I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing this from Jack Slack but when Glover Teixeira was a younger fighter his striking style was still quite heavy footed in the pocket boxing style and then his grappling styles is kind of like slow heavy pressure and progressive so it's kind of like he had an old man style from when he was from when he was young it wasn't like he was jumping around trying to have like lightning fast reactions and throw spinning kicks and do big scrambles and now he's old and that diminishes. He mm. had an old man style when he was younger. So as he gets older, it still stays the same or gets better. And I think that yeah. plays into the whole five round dynamic. Yeah, it's probably the same it's the same reason Jim Miller's still knocking around I'd say. Basmo, uh, who have you got in this one? I'm I'm gonna go for Glover as well, just to fit in with you, three cool dudes with cool awesome sunglasses. But also the fact it's in Brazil as well, I think it'd be a safer bet as well. Even though most of the time when I bet, I lose. <laughs> lads, I think we all agree on that one. Uh, lads, like the next fight up is Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny, and the one after that is Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy. But a big fight that will that has a lot of importance over this side of the world is the Jew Bear, Paul Craig, taking on Johnny Walker in the light heavyweight division. Um, lads, we'll probably start with... Who will we start with first, Ross? Maybe give Harry the chance to open up here. This is Ireland's own Johnny Walker uh, versus uh, Scotland's own Paul Craig. Again, this is a, a change of training circumstances for Paul Craig. He's now a higher-level MMA instead of the Scottish hit squad, so it's it's interesting to see if anything will change there because he used to be very much like 
aggressive Muay Thai style. He would just end up on his back a lot just because, or he'd even pull guard. And then mm. he would attack really aggressively from his guard. And then more often than not, get the submission. But um, he really struggled in his last fight with, with being wrestled and being taken down. Um, so maybe he'll completely flip that approach. I do go with what I think most people are going to say about this fight where Johnny Walker early, Paul Craig late. That's Johnny Walker seemed to always have massive problems with his gas tank. I think it's just how he is physically and how he chooses to fight. Um, I think there's not a lot of fixing you can do to that. And I think if Paul Craig comes out and just wrestles him hard from the get-go, he should be able to get it done. But then he might get chinned in the process. Um, kind of sitting on the fence about the prediction, maybe Paul Craig, but I'm not sure. Nice, George. It's kind of interesting because Johnny Walker started to grapple a lot more recently in his fights, hasn't he? Because he's training yeah. with John Kavanagh. He started to grapple more, and I don't know if that'll end up kicking in as an instinct fighting Paul Craig, which obviously wouldn't be to Johnny Walker's advantage. And in terms of Johnny Walker, always his movements are quite explosive, even in grappling scenarios where that can be hard to hold on to someone, but it also opens up more opportunities. Sometimes when people are just trying to scramble and like jump around that much, that's when they give up the neck or give up the back or leave an arm in there. It, it's a pretty hard prediction. I'm, I'm kind of echo, echoing those sentiments. Uh, if it would be Walker early or Paul Craig late, Ooh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Let's go, Paul Craig. <laughs> yeah, for, for me, I'm gonna go Johnny Walker. I think uh, we'll see something flashy out of Johnny, and uh, we'll, we'll see a finish. I think Paul Craig looked very, very hittable in the Krylov fight, and I feel like Johnny Walker has that bit more power than uh, Krylov. And I think if he if he does catch him, he'll be able to put him away. Although I love Paul uh, Paul Craig, and I love when he. Uh, has his face painted uh, in the Scotland flag. Hopefully, uh, Johnny Walker will paint his face with the Brazil flag. And th- no, the Irish epic. one. Or the, the Irish, Irish flag, flag, even better. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, that'd be even more epic. But uh, we'll see. Maybe the fact he's in Brazil, he might go for the Brazilian flag. About half we'll Brazil, half Irish. Uh, okay. just, in this, just in this one as well, lads, like, Johnny Walker is like... Like when he's in front of fans, like he's just he turns into a different human. I think in his last few fights, he's fought in the apex and it hasn't really been the same. Mm. But uh, that and the, well, his most recent fight against Kuti Laba, he actually subbed him as well. But like that, that was the, the best I've seen Johnny perform in a long, long time. We had him on the show in the build up. He was saying like he's changed the whole way he lives his life as well. Remember us? Yeah, he was. So, he was uh, saying he was doing a lo- load of like CBD oil and it was driving him crazy. Um, yeah. So like, and if you take if you take his character and his personality, like you can maybe see that because uh, he, he he's someone who probably you know he he's got a big personality one way or the other. Whether you look at it, like he probably doesn't need to be taking anything that will alter that at all. So uh, we'll definitely be interested to see that. Um, yeah. Also, lads, not leaving the light heavyweight division. It looks like we have a retirement fight for Mauricio Shogun Hua. Uh, I won't ask you do you think he'll he'll win or not, but. Uh, do you have a favorite Shogun moment? Shogun was the first fighter we were fans of. Like, the the just before we got into Muay Thai, there was a UFC Undisputed 2009 demo for the PS3. I think it was. Um, 
And the two fighters you had on it were Shogun Hoor and Chuck Liddell. And even the in-game AI commentary kind of seemed biased towards Chuck Liddell. And we were like, nah, this Shogun guy sounds sick. Like, what they're saying about him sounds so mysterious. And then the first event we watched was Shogun Machida 1. And it's like, we were both such massive fans of him coming up. There's so many Shogun moments. But I think, for me, like the first time as a fan of fighting that I've like really jumped out of my seat and celebrated anything was when he knocked out Machida and won the belt. Yeah, UFC 113. Uh, obviously, he lost the first fight uh, via split decision, which was uh, very, very controversial. Known as one of the biggest robberies in UFC history by most people. One of the judges, Cecil Peoples, on record said, leg kicks don't win fights. He, he doesn't judge often now. <laughs> there there you have it. Uh, George, what about yourself? Do you have a favourite Shogun moment? I would, I would probably... Uh say that same one because it built up over that first fight where he should have got the decision given to him mm. but he didn't get it so obviously that makes it more exciting when he did finally get the, the knockout win in the second fight the Henderson fight's probably the first Henderson fight is a really crazy one but also the Brandon Vera fight a lot of people forget about the Brandon Vera fight that was a crazy fight as well yeah, absolutely, and like uh, I suppose it's a bit weird to say. Uh, I was sort of thinking over there earlier the week, and I was like, "Oh, the Dan Henderson," but like it's, it's a bit harsh to be like, "My favorite moment was when you lost." So I, <laughs> it's a, that's that fight's a draw. That I actually, really I actually forgot he lost that one in my head. I just auto corrected that to a draw. Yeah. I forgot that was a loss. Yeah, that 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 will go down as loss. Uh, I'm gonna say. Just be old school, and um, when he knocked out Overeem and Pride, because uh, that was pretty epic, and just the throwback to seeing Shogun in the Pride ring gives me a uh, great joy. Also, like he did it for dad bods all over the world all the time as well. Um, what an animal of a man! Oh, this just made me think of the first Little Nog fight as well, <laughs> with the the flying Superman punch through the guard that has the famous picture of it. Yeah, he's. Oh, he's I can't he, pick him. He, he really, really is an animal. Boss, do you have a favourite moment? Yeah, I know you said you didn't want to say, oh, my favourite moment is when you lost. But um, my favourite moment of um, Shogun's is when he lost to Chael Sonnen. And one more for the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only messing. But, like, you lads have covered all the, the main fights, but uh, just yeah. true, I thought I'd throw it in. Uh, lads, there, is there anyone else on the card that you're looking at and you're like, do you know what? I can't wait to stay in, stay sober, stay up all night watching a UC 283 this weekend. Um, By the way, we... Conor McGregor fought in that card. Shogun versus Sam. Fact of the day. Yes, I don't know if he fought that solo, didn't he? Yeah. That was a Boston. Oh, that's where he was doing the... Not Gene Kelly. What's the other guy? Oh, for... the Larry Kelly, like, hook kicks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Your George is going to be the innovator of the Gene Kelly kicks in MMA. <laughs> what, well, uh, lads? Give, give us the lowdown. UFC two eighty three. Which is, if you could only watch one fight, which fight would you watch? Oh, Moreno Figueroa. Yeah, Moreno Figueroa. Basmo. I'm going to have to go for Moreno Figueroa. Hopefully, it's twenty five minutes as well. You know what I mean? So get plenty of uh, Parmos in and plenty of uh, monsters in, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely the one, the one that the uh, the beef needs to be settled there. Absolutely, 
Um, I think that's the one for me as well. So, look, there's four of us here, and we all picked that fight, and it's... I'm just going to call it the quadrilogy. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I know I know Harry told us to call it something else, but uh, I can't say that word, and I'm not going to try. So it's fine. Fair enough. Um, guys, thanks a million for joining us. Um, you both look absolutely spiffing in those glasses. Um, I'm glad to see you wear them with such pride. I'm glad to see uh, George took them on uh, his uh, holiday with, with the missus. So yeah. uh, that's, that's pretty impressive stuff. The loyalty knows no bound. <laughs> Um, guys, if you are watching home, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell notification. How you see all the Energy shows. If you're watching this on the UFC Fight Pass, make sure to hit a favorite on the video. And as always, stay, stay energized. Energy show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.